Episode 48, Count Your Blessings. This is the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast, home of the Seven Days of Sex Challenge, featuring your hosts, the authors of the groundbreaking new book, Stripped Down, Tony and Elisa DiLorenzo. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo. And tonight, uh, as we are in Thanksgiving week, we're going to be talking about counting your blessings. Uh, But before we get to that, we've had quite a week. We sure have. It's been, uh, yeah, there's just been a lot going on and we've been good and bad and ups and downs ups and downs and you know not just us but the kids and you know in fact we've had to delay recording this podcast tonight because our little one who miraculously slept into almost nine o'clock this morning yeah uh, is wide awake and it's nine thirty-six. our time usually the podcast has been wrapped up by now and tony's like i need you right up i need you right up i need you right up yeah because he's already you know, securing it to the website and doing all that background tech stuff, stuff that he does. Um, yeah. So, you know, that's just one of the things that, you know, causes us to roll. Um, yeah. And the reason we're doing it on a Monday night again is last night we had the opportunity to attend what are called fireside chats at our church at Rancho Bernardo. Uh, Elise and I have been fortunate enough to be able to speak at one of them. But they've changed the format, which is now they have it at the church. They used to have it at people's houses, and it was tough to find childcare. But now they've moved it to the church with childcare, which is a huge, huge blessing because now we can just drop off our kids downstairs, and we go upstairs, and we can uh, enjoy ourselves, learn something new, and talk to other couples and learn from them as well. So. It was, it was really cool. It was great. It was. Um, it was on communication, which was which was fantastic because midday because Sunday we had a few short hours uh, before that. You know, I was, well, we were snapping at each other. You know, because Abby just refuses to clean up her room, and so I went in there with the garbage bags ready to. Well, pack let's back up, up from there. That you you lost your phone again. Yes. Yes. Going, going to the grocery store and, and, the day and, and before. The reason that bugs me so much. And I and I didn't say this. The reason it bugs me so much is because you keep saying, I want a droid or I want one of these other phones. And every time you lose that darn phone, I just go, I'm not going to waste money on a phone. <laughs> you you can't even keep that one. And it's a cheapy piece of junk LG or Motorola or whatever it is that just dials and has texts. I just, <laughs> it just drives me nuts because I couldn't even. I, I, I can't even talk now. <laughs> <laughs> what's so I'm just, funny I'm, no i'm just laughing because so, you're right you know it just it just makes me laugh it doesn't make me laugh i know it doesn't make, it doesn't laugh. make me laugh that's why all. i didn't tell you for what do you bit. mean you didn't tell me I, it had been missing for 24 hours that's very good of you i, I didn't tell you because i thought for sure it was going to turn up and then i, you know, I what did turn up though was your ipod that's been missing <laughs> for three months Praise God. And it's not been missing that long. Yes, it has. No. I've been telling Elisa about all these great podcasts and she's like, I don't know where my iPod went. I don't know. Jeez. Don't even get it. I just don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) And this is how intimacy gets ruined sometimes. And so my phone was missing and I hadn't figured out where it was. And I hadn't found the iPod yet. And 
we'd been on the kids to clean up the rooms because it's Thanksgiving week and we're having some family over and Abby was just insistent that she was not going to clean her room. So I just went on a tear. You know, Tony had told her earlier in the day, if you don't pick up your stuff, it's going to Salvation Army. And so finally about four o'clock, I'm like, okay, that's it. Packing it all up. And I just went in there with garbage bags and started stuffing everything in garbage bags. And she's, you know, crying. And then Tony's like, you're just as messy as the kids are. You have no room to talk. You're... You are not setting an example for them by, you know, telling them one thing and doing something else. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> She's got to clean up her room. Uh, yeah, I'm, it's, I'm just it's laughing. a five-year-old. It's a five-year-old. Now, mind you're you, 36, mind you. Mind you. You're 36. Three years ago with Alex, you would go in there with bins and just clean sweep his room. Different. And, oh different oh. you learn I, I i have learned as a father that that probably wasn't the smartest thing to have done and so why do you still threaten her with it then like you did earlier yesterday if i did you're not, not threaten you did her. you said if you do not clean up your room your stuff's going to salvation army i don't recall saying this you totally did i don't recall saying this okay well then she's you- still five and and even with alex so we would go in there and try to help him and if she did- didn't want my help she, I, I, I went over her list. I've drawn pictures for her on her little list. I've given her just one thing at a time so she's not overwhelmed with having to clean her whole room. Uh, okay, but it still Very comes specific. to the point that this garage can be a complete sty and that's where they get it from. And then you go in there and you're like, I'm just cleaning everything up. Why don't you do that with your stuff out here? I have been working on it. I noticed. Thank you. Thank you. I was wondering if you had. I had. Okay, just checking. I... I I just think it's it becomes a little hypocritical, and maybe as a parent we can be hypocritical, but I still think it ruins the love we have for each other. So, needless to say, it was very good that we went to a workshop on communication. <laughs> Last it was perfect. Night. It was it was very good, very insightful. The couple that spoke they've been married thirty seven years, mm-hmm. which I was trying to do the math on when they got married, and then all of a sudden it dawned on me that they got married the year you were born. So yeah, because I'm 37. Because you're 37. 1973. Yeah, and uh, you know they were they were great to listen to. It was a wonderful mix of couples, um, people that had just heard about the fireside chat in the local weekly newspaper. Yeah, and you know took a step of courage to yeah these show were folks up. yeah these were folks that were not uh, not members of the church members of the church. And we had a couple of them at, at our table mm-hmm. and it was really cool to just uh, see them there. So, you know, and there was another couple at our table who know us and know our history and know about one and the book. And um, so they actually, as we were talking about some things, they're like, well, you know, so we were talking about sex and the huge important part that communication plays in sex. They're like, well, we'll defer to Tony and Elisa on this one. And so um, great opportunity to talk about you guys mm-hmm. talk about the book Um and just a little segue for those of you that are doing your Christmas shopping, two points here. If you would like a copy of Strip Down, it's available for $10 as we're blowing out our current edition. And what are they, what code do they have to put in? Blow out on the website. And two, if you are doing Christmas shopping and any of those Christmas shopping plans or Hanukkah plans, um, go through Amazon.com. Yeah. We would love to have you go through OneExtraordinaryMarriage.com to get to our Amazon link and it's an affiliate program. So we, we make a commission, we make a little commission for every purchase that you do through Amazon. 
Um, so, and that just helps to keep the website going and keeps the lights on, keeps the lights on, keeps us podcasting every week when we see a couple of dollars rolling through. There you go. There you go. So you just a little holiday shopping plug there, but it was fun. It was fun to be able to share some of the insights that we've learned from all of you. Mm-hmm. Um, on what's been working in your marriages and what hasn't and the role that communication plays. plays. I mean, and it's not just, it's not just our stories anymore. You know, after almost a year of this podcast, you know, you guys heard at the beginning, it's episode 48. Um, you guys have given us a lot of material, mm-hmm. a lot to talk about. So that was yesterday. We, we actually had just kind of a together family weekend. Date night, Friday night. Date night, Friday night. That was fun. We uh, didn't go exactly the way I'd planned. This was my month to plan. And in the last week, we've been doing a lot of... Tony's had some interviews with Fit Marriage with some nutritionists. And I'm talking to Sean Croxton over there at Underground Wellness, um, just trying to figure out my own skin health issues. And what's been coming up is a change in our diet. And specifically for me, probably a switch, at least in the short term, to gluten-free, um, quite possibly dairy-free. And, and and a lot of this, though, is even being brought on because of, we've talked about this before, but the the itching Elisa goes through, uh, the other physical manifestations that are happening that really do hinder with our physical intimacy absolutely Uh, there there are honestly times in the month when it is very uncomfortable for elisa to make love and it's sort of awkward as a husband because we have our intimacy lifestyle and to be having sex but she doesn't want me to kiss her yeah my face is off limits because her face gets so fried and it's it's sort of an odd place because you're trying to be very intimate and obviously kissing is one of those connection points. And so we're able to have sex, but we're not able to kiss. So we've been working through this. You also got some tests back that showed you had a, an elevated estrogen level. On my thermography. On your thermo- mm-hmm. thermography. So that's also something that you've been looking into so that we're, we need to uh, watch and understand what's happening with you. So... Needless to say, my original plan for date night had yes. been um, a couple of weeks, uh, probably about a month ago, I'd done a jewelry, one of my jewelry parties, and one of the guests there, she and her husband have a brewery. Okay, well, um, breweries tend to do a lot with yeast and wheat products. and Well, you didn't have to drink. Uh, yeah, that kind of defeated, I mean, not that I drink a lot when we go testing, taste testing, but some... <laughs> Um, and this was going to be followed. So this particular Hess Brewing Company here in San Diego, I wanted to go check it out. And then we were going to follow it up by, they made a recommendation to this place called Bangin' Burgers. Which Bangin' Burgers? Bangin' Burgers. That would have been, we can still go there one night. Though, well, yeah, we? we can still go there. Okay. But so this is my plan. Of course, all of those things have wheat and, and all kinds of stuff. And so I was like, ooh, <laughs> need to kind of shift gears here as I'm just kind of pulling back mm-hmm. on the glutens and, and whatnot. And um, so we kind of did an impromptu, we made it to happy hour at our favorite sushi place yep. here, Poway Sushi, um, Poway Sushi Lounge. And so that was great because we were able to. Yeah, it's just great to be able to get sushi at happy hour because it's half the price of what it would cost if we went any other time. 
So we did that. And then we came home and we watched the movie that so many of you have recommended, uh, Big Fish. Which we both loved and think I'm going to need to watch it, it again. Yeah. I mean, there are, there I are many like times. I feel like I missed... Not missed, but like I feel like there were all these nuances that I didn't get, get. because I there was so much going on in this movie. Um, and numerous times where we were both tearing up. Yeah. I mean, just an amazing, amazing story about relationships. Yeah. And if you haven't seen it, I mean, we are um, very much and very often the frugal couple. So I just borrowed it from our local library, requested it, came in, in time for date night. Yay. Um, but definitely one of those movies that I would suggest just sitting down yeah, and watching with your spouse and, you know, checking out the nuances of relationships over time and what's reality. Mm-hmm. You know, that really played into, to so many levels of this movie and I'm not going to give anything away, but, um, highly recommended. So we, we did happy hour <laughs> Then we did movie, and then um, I, when I had talked to Tony earlier today, he's like, you know, I could really go for a good steak. Well, we have this meat market here in Poway, Bishers uh, Meat Market, and so I had stopped by earlier in the day and picked up filet mignon. And so Tony grilled up filet mignon, and we had dinner after the movie. I mean, it was kind of this backward, all over the place night, but it was it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it, it was great. I, I loved it. A lot of fun. So, and other than that, we've been kids are off of school. Yep. Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanksgiving week. is coming up. So that means families are traveling and some of you may already be traveling or getting ready to. And we wish you all safe travel. Yeah. This most week. Definitely. Um, what else happened last week? Last week. Oh, parent teacher conferences. Parent teacher conferences. Those all mm-hmm. went well for us. Yeah. And our kids, which is always a plus for us. It is. It's always fun to hear. We have been very, very fortunate that our kids... Uh, enjoy school and excel in school so we don't have any issues with that which some of you do have and at least right now we yeah and we know that's uh, we know that's a struggle that we may come up against but right now it's it's pretty pretty awesome that we don't have to deal with that well and you know we'll talk about this a little bit more later but we've been blessed ever since our kids started school with fantastic teachers every year yeah, we, we really, you know, that, that is teachers that really care about them and, um, take care of them and let us know what's happening. Teachers that are phenomenal at what they do and love what they do, mm-hmm. have a real passion for the kids that come through their doors. And so right. um, we'll talk about them a little bit in a, lo- a little bit later, but yeah. other than that, you know, just kind of, you know, I don't have any jewelry parties right now. And so it's really kind of been mellow quiet. In I mean, the, the weekend was yeah. really mellow. We, you know, have just Saturday and Sunday, I didn't have anything going on. And so we really just, a lot of family time, cuddling on the couch, reading books. You and Alex are reading Narnia, the Narnia yeah. series. Alex and I picked up the first Narnia book, read through that. And he knows of The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, the movie, which we have not allowed him to watch yet. So uh, we are on that book. And I told him once we finished that, we'd be able to watch the movie. So we are, as of tonight... Gosh, I think about five chapters from finishing it. So I we're both get the movie. yeah, we're both excited to do that. And it's been it's been really fun just to read through that with him and talk to him about the the um, character Aslan. The, a lot of the symbolism I heard you yeah, guys having. The, the symbolism of Aslan is God, and 
the white witch is the devil and how this all plays out and the sons of Adam and the daughters of Eve and, and how it's all playing out in this battle. So it's really cool. We're, we're having a blast. I'm, I'm loving it. I know you actually wanted to read ahead and (laughs) And he wouldn't let me, (laughs) he wouldn't let you, he wouldn't let you. And and then on my side with ailments and stuff, my mouth is completely healed up. Uh, There are still tinges every once in a while, but I think it's just a healing process. I also had found, or my dentist had found a cavity in my mouth the last time I went to get my prescription filled and cleaning. So that's been bugging me and I made an appointment today to get that taken care of. Okay, um, I, I just a little interjection here. Tony goes to the dentist like once every four years. Yeah, so the fact that enough. he only has one cavity, pretty amazing. Yeah, pretty amazing. I, I don't, I don't need to see the dentist that often. We go, we, we, we see each other often enough. So, but this c- past couple of weeks, very lethargic, very just running low on energy. Alisa mentioned me doing a number of interviews for Fit Marriage with, uh, with wellness folks health experts, fitness experts. It's part of what we do over there at Fit Marriage and I love it and I get to learn a lot from these folks. And so yesterday after taking this long nap and really being droggy and everything, I went over to Henry's, which is our local health food store and I was going to look for some supplements just to get some energy going. And while there, one thing that caught my attention and uh, was just sort of re- it just sort of rung a bell was when I've talked to many of these wellness experts and nutrition experts they talked about detoxing and so while there I started looking at some stuff talked to the sales associate and and at Henry's they're very knowledgeable mm-hmm. the 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 women and guys that are behind the counter there in that whole supplement area they're they're pretty darn knowledgeable and I, I like their approach and I've done a little research on it. And so I picked up a cleansing program that I started today and will be chronalizing on Fit Marriage over the next two weeks because it's a two-week program. This is not a fasting program. This isn't don't eat, don't drink type of deal. This isn't a weight loss program. This for me is just a straight-up detox, get all the toxins out of my body, all the poisons that have been attached to my kidney, my livers, my liver. Is it multiple? <laughs> you know, intestine, stomach, and uh, see what happens. I, I'm sort of excited to see what happens because this is my this is my off season. I'm really taking this this season off my bike, really chilling and uh, cleaning myself up. Because over the last six years, I've probably ridden twenty five plus thousand miles cumulatively, not Cumulative. each year. Yeah, yeah, not each year, but still twenty five thousand plus miles over those that that period of time. So it's just time to really just take a, a step back and clean up and heal up. And this is one of the ways I'm going to do it. So you can follow me in what I'm doing over there at fitmarriage.com. We also got some good news today. Um, many of you have saw the post that we put up a couple weeks ago about the marriage blog. Was it a couple weeks ago that we, the marriage blog oh, yeah, contest? Yeah. yeah the top you, 10 blogs, the top 10 marriage, marriage blogs. blogs. Um, why don't you Phil? cause you have more of that. Mm. information. So, First of all, thank you guys, because we are now one of the finalists, which is rad. So what that means now, starting on Wednesday, the 24th, you can go in there and vote for us. So I know this is coming out a day early. What we're going to do is I can't put anything up till the 24th. So 
please go to the website. What I'm going to do is I'm going to have on the right-hand side a logo or a, a picture there. And just click on that picture, and it will take you over to where you can vote. So we hope that you vote for us and share it with your friends who have listened. And vote us number one, maybe. I don't know. Top five. Whatever whatever we can get. That was, I'm just stoked we're that actually, we're the I, like I, Yeah, I was very thrilled that we even you know made the top ten list. So that in and of itself is an accomplishment. But you know, I know and a testament to you guys saying that you love us and enjoy absolutely. What, what we're doing. So, so thank you. We're very excited to see where this might end up. Um, mm-hmm. it's, very, it's exciting. So that I think has kind of been our week in a nutshell. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I don't know. We got a we got a phone call. Well, let's play it. All right, hold on talk for a minute okay see i always think he's ready when he says stuff like we got a phone call here it goes hey tony and elisa this is ron in fort collins colorado calling and um i wanted to call in after your last podcast um when you're talking about house cleaning and all that because it kind of struck a chord with us too you know we struggle with that and and um it's funny because our our daughter who's only three years old just turned three a couple months ago when we finally get around to Saturday mornings or whenever finally, you know, doing a real good clean on the house. She always asks us now, who's coming over? Because she's used to the house being clean when there's company and, and um, messy otherwise. So that's kind of funny. Nice. And then I um, wanted to thank you for today's podcast on goal setting. And it just a light bulb went off in my head when I heard that because it's something that um, Barbara and I talk about doing. And I don't think if I hadn't heard that podcast that um, we wouldn't um, be doing that. But now that I've heard that, I'm going to talk to her. And I know she'll be on board um, about just taking a night away and, and talking about our goals for the upcoming year and beyond. So thank you for that. And um, we love what you guys do and keep it up. Bye. Thanks a lot, Ron. That, uh, that okay, was awesome. I have to laugh because my kids do the same thing. Like, And I think that's partly because Tony says, oh, somebody must be coming over. Mom's cleaning the house. So, yeah, I can totally relate to that. And, you know, as far as the goal setting, I think that's fantastic that that mm-hmm. triggered something for the for you to talk to Barb about it. And, you know, we had an opportunity again last night with these couples that we were sitting around a table with having a small discussion to say, you know what, this is something that you need to do. You know, pick two or three of the top things that you want to accomplish as a couple, as a family in 2011. You know, or if you have individual goals that you've at least discussed and talked about together, you know that your spouse is going to be there encouraging you, sometimes nagging you because they do that and they've kind of got permission sometimes. Um, I, I I think the best thing about the goals and Elise and I have not completed ours. We wanted to do it on our date night, but when things got sort of big fish got in the way, big fish got in the way and, and just other things, but we will be completing that here this week. I think the biggest thing is is when our when we put those down, it's it's easy for us now to just go to our spouse and go, Hey, this is something we discussed together. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not attacking you. I'm not trying to belittle you. Uh, this is just something that we discussed and either we're off track together or you're off track. So how do we work together to get back on track? Right. It becomes, it makes it more neutral. 
then, you know, because it's something that you've discussed, it's on paper or on the computer or wherever you decide to keep it, but it's there. It's not one of these, well, I really want to, it would be nice if he, why doesn't she, well, you've had the conversation. Now it's all about implementation and action by the time the year starts, once you've set out these goals, you know, it's doing, it's not just wishful thinking, wishful thinking. Yeah. And that's something that Elise and I picked up on last night. And one thing that I hope many of you are doing is that you're taking what you are receiving either through our podcast or through other marriage blogs out there or books that you are picking up and you're doing that. That I think is one of the biggest areas where so many fail. You consume, you consume, you consume, you consume, but nothing happens. Nothing changes. And if you're not willing to change, if you're not willing to make an effort, you're going to have a tough road ahead. It, it It's just going to be tough because there's only, there's only so much you can consume and, well, and not have anything happen because you're going to get discouraged. Yeah. I mean, we very much, one of the things that we were talking about last night, obviously topics, communication, one of the ways that you can work on your communication is by having a regular date night, whether it's once a week, once a month. If you know you've got this time, then you can have those conversations that you can't have necessarily during the week when, you know, you've got kids and work and life and, you know, stuff gets in the way. But if you know I've got date night on Friday night, guess what? Sweetie, we, you know, we're going to do this kind of fun stuff, but I also want to talk to you about XYZ. And so we made mention of date night last night and there were some couples sitting around the table saying, well, how, how do you do that? And, you know, we had to go to the fact that since our kids have been, you know, our kids have had the same sitter since Alex was two. And you guys have heard us talk about this. She does first Friday night every month. Um, this month obviously was the third Friday night, but that was because of some scheduling conflicts. Um, but it is a date on the calendar that really the only thing that causes us to miss first Friday night is if one of us is sick or if there's a vacation that month, those are pretty much the only two reasons Yeah, that we don't do first Friday night that we don't make I mean, I mean, that date night. I do not schedule jewelry parties that night. I do not. We did. The kids do not do activities with their friends that night. Sorry. That is date night. It is a non negotiable in our lives. And I think, you know, whether it's, you know, carving out time, you know, to schedule your intimacy, if it's carving out time for date night, you have got to put that on the calendar and just say, you know what? Nothing, nothing gets in the way. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Where are your priorities? And I, I was, I was so fired up driving home. I'm like, really? Yeah. It, you can't find time for date night once a month. I mean, I would love it if we could afford and we're able to do it more than once a month we're not in that position right now with schedules and with what Tony's doing with fit marriage and we're just not there right now. But that one day, that one night, 
I almost like it once a month though, because it makes it special. And, and I mean, we do take our time and I think one of our big goals for 2011, we got, we, we need to just set aside time once a week where we just go, you know what? The computers are going off at nine o'clock. The kids are in bed. The computers go off at nine o'clock. We need to do this. And we, we've gotten away from that over the last couple of months, just inundated with stuff. And then we, we sort of forget. And I mean, we also have a slight advantage in the fact that we are on the microphones. Yes. Once and that a week. Is, and, and that and is that is time for us. It, this is time when we, we talk. This is Elise and I doing a conversation. So You know, we get in, you guys know, we get into a lot of stuff. Um, had we podcasted our usually Sunday night, you would have heard us talk through our argument in more detail. Um, then you kind of got the we've made up version tonight. I didn't know we made up. Well, it was done. I mean, it was done. It was I, done. I didn't hear a sorry or anything. I said you were right. Oh, okay. I, I did not. I didn't know I had to apologize. You were the one that attacked me. I didn't attack <laughs> you. You did. I, I just looked at you. Oh, no, no. Oh, yes, yes. No, no, no. You, you. <laughs> no. Uh, another thing that did happen this week and something I want to talk about. We're, we're going to pass this up. And at least and I'll talk about it later. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, wait. You don't want to. I don't know if there's anything else to discuss on that. Okay. It's done. Okay. Good. That's what I thought. Um, I, I've been feeling sort of dry at church or with God lately. And I don't know if any of you ever go through this or are going through this right now. But right now, I feel a disconnect. And not in the sense that I expect anything from my church to, to fill that. I, I just feel right now in my spiritual walk with Christ, it, it's just waning and right waning yes i think that's it what? yeah okay diminishing diminishing or diminished. not diminishing but just it's just less it, right it, it just doesn't uh, there are honestly have been times in my life when god is so there and so present that i just realize everything i'm doing is because he's just sort of pointing the way and it doesn't mean that he's not here with me right now. It just feels less, um, there's just less of connection. And, and the only way I can really, gosh, the, the only way I can really give an example of this is with my own father, that there have been times in, in my life when my father and I were distant from each other. The phone calls were infrequent there wasn't much of a a talk and when we did talk it was very informal very abrupt very short and there are times like now in the recent past with my father that we talk two three times a week the the exchange of i love you is very common and so th that's it's just sort of weird and it, and it really just hit me this week at church. It was a great service. But even during worship, I just felt like, man, what is it? Where where am I missing this little piece right now? And I do a nightly devotional. Uh, I do pick up my Bible. Uh, I'm getting my CDs, my Bibles on CDs back from my mom. So that will be cool so I can start listening to those again or put them on my iPod. Because that's the way I, I, I'm auditory. I, I like to listen instead of read because I'll fall asleep most of the time when I'm reading. So it's just a point of 
just man, I, I, if you're there, what have you done to get out of it? I guess I, I loved, I love to know. I, I know God's here. I know he is because one of the coolest poems I read when I was on the trail uh, 10 years ago now, and it was given to me by my aunt and a number, number of other people was uh, footprints. And, you know, through the, the best of times, you always see the two set of footprints. It's yours and God's and together you walk. And it's through those dry spells though. When, when the character, the person in there goes, God, why is it during the toughest and the hardest times of my life that I only see one footprint, one set of footprints? Where were you? And it's, it's then that God goes, it was then child that I carried you. And so I really believe that God's just right here. He's, He's probably carrying me along, just going, "Come on, Tony, you're you're gonna get you're gonna get through this." But at the same time, uh, I, I'm I'm searching and 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 going, "Hey, man, what what what's happening? Where where am I missing the boat?" <laughs> okay, I love that you have the conversations with God where you're like, "Hey, man, where are you?" I think that's awesome that you. He's just a, he's a dude just like anybody else. No, I know. And I think that's, you know, I'm just sitting here going, you know what, that is so awesome that that is, that is a relationship that you have, that it's not so formal and stiff. It's like, Hey man, where, <laughs> um, wait, where are you? You know? And yeah. So I think that's the problem is, is our everyday life is so hectic and so busy that he gets crunched out mm-hmm. and even on my bike rides lately, I'm just, I don't know what it is. I just cannot just chill. I, I can't just let it all go right now. Don't know why. Um, most likely it's just the number of things I got on, on my plate mm-hmm. and trying to make things happen and this and that. So I, I'm sure though there will come a point where it will all come together. Although after service, it was cool because Stephanie, which we missed last week's service and the, the, this week's service was talking about how many times have you been in church in the last seven weeks? I think I've been there six. Uh, I missed last week. So anyways, she, she, they have a really cool thing that they're doing at our church where they've teamed up with, I don't know, some online I think it's called Mon Monvi. Monvi. So some online organization, church organization, where you're able to do a self-assessment and you answer the questions and it really gives you an inside look at what's the best way for you to be able to what do your devotional time and or how you learn. Is that basically yeah, what it, it was? Yeah, I mean, it's really kind of taking the whole, you know, personality slash spiritual gifts assessment from what I can gather. Um, taking those components, but, and I'm actually looking at the website now, it's, it says it creates a spiritual, personal spiritual growth program that is based on where you currently are in your spiritual journey, how you best connect to God and how you learn. And so instead of saying, you know what, you need to get up at 5.30 every morning and you need to read your Bible for an hour. Well, you guys just heard Tony say, I would much rather sit in my car as I'm driving. And a couple of years ago for Christmas, I got him the, was it the whole Bible? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the entire Bible. It's the entire Bible. James Earl Jones. Did I get you that one? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, no, it's the one no. with all of the different, the different actors, ca- actors and actresses. Yep. Okay, so I got Tony this huge collection of CDs. It's the whole Bible on CD. I, I'm totally dating myself now that I bought you a whole thing on CD instead of, you know, this was back in ancient times, like three years ago. Yeah. Um, But for Tony to be able to sit and listen makes much more sense for him to be able to to learn and to grasp and to move forward that way than you know for me i love to sit down and read a book like i i love the feel of pages turning and holding a book and so you know it it takes in some of that it takes into account um you know what are your obstacles right now and i haven't looked into much more than those two categories but it it's a different way of looking at where you are and how to get you to the next level in your spiritual growth. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's going to be something that we'll probably investigate a little bit more. I wish we had more information since we started talking about it, but you guys will probably hear us talk more as we go through it. I just wanted to bring it up because I'm sure if I'm going through it, uh, there, there are those of you out there that are, have gone through it and have come out the other side like I have before or you're going through it now and I'm just I'm curious to know what do you do? I mean wh- what do you do when when you are going through this and uh, I I'd love to hear. I mean hit me up with an email ask tony at oneextraordinarymarriage.com comment on the blog is even better. I I I think that is a great place for for people to hear and see you can hit hit us up on Facebook or Twitter as well. Mm-hmm. Well, and, the, and this is, you know, that kind of ties into what we're talking about very much tonight because this is this is a time of year that can be a challenge for some as we go into the holiday season um, with Christmas decorations having been out for the last month and a half in some stores. Um, I think my brother put a picture up on Facebook sometime in the beginning of October that, he, you know, he was seeing a display with both Halloween and Christmas all at the same time. Um you know, so much gets caught up in all of the trappings of the holiday, of the holiday time, mm-hmm. and you lose sight of what it's about. And, you know, heading into Thanksgiving this week, we're just a couple of days away from Thanksgiving, and we want to talk about counting your blessings. Because sometimes when you're in those valleys, mm-hmm. if you start, and I'm, trust me, t- I really think Tony has a great grasp on what his blessings are, but sometimes just going back over them and saying, you know what, what, what are the blessings that we have received in this last year? You know, what, what are the, what are the little things? I mean, I'm not, sometimes, you know, people's like, Oh, blessings. And they think, Oh, well we got a new house and we got a new car. And don't get me wrong. Those are definitely blessings. But on a day-to-day basis, you have to take a look, I think, at the little blessings. Yeah. I know a big one for me this year. Go for it. it is all, all the new friends we have. Oh, my gosh. I mean. Without a doubt. It, it's amazing how many cool people we have met over the last year. I mean, truly amazing. And I mean, there's there's a number of you out there that we know by name. We have contact with you via Facebook or Twitter, you know, at least once a week, if not more often emails or you phone us, you know, 
and those are just amazing. I, I'm I'm excited. Ron, obviously, you guys heard Ron. He and his family will be out here. I think it's late January or February in the Southern California area, and he's already and I've we've been talking about meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, another friend has been talking that she's going to be out here for a convention in March, and hopefully, we're going to be able to go see her. And it's just amazing. I I mean, there's there's many others who just send us one or two emails and we never hear from again. But man, to be a part of those people's lives and, and for them to touch my life, mm-hmm. I, I find it just absolutely amazing to see how God has brought these people into our lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, that's exactly what I'm talking about. You know, as you're, as you're preparing your Thanksgiving dinner, if that's your role, it's my role. I do Thanksgiving dinner. I I help when I get back from my bike ride. Mom's gonna be here. She's helping you. You carve the turkey. Yeah, that's and, a very important role. And I do a and I do a fifty fifty job at that. But you don't actually help prepare any of the food. I do too. Tell me what you help prepare. Uh, usually I will help like baste the turkey. No. Yes. No. Honey, I do something with it. You carve it. <laughs> Once the food is all done, you carve it and you eat it. Two all very right. important rules, but do not do not even give okay. any pretense that you help make the food. Ah. But that? I was even thinking this week, like this morning I was listening to the kids and they were actually not bickering. Lo and behold, that in and of itself is a blessing. But I was listening to their conversation. They've actually been very cute. They We've been out today grocery shopping and they are whispering back and forth about what mom is getting for Christmas. Like they've been looking at their Lego catalog. (laughs) Apparently our entire family is getting Legos this year because they both want Legos. I I don't know what I'm getting, but it involves the Lego catalog and they have to have a conversation with their dad and they haven't told me anything for Tony yet, but I'm assuming he's getting Legos too. Mm -hmm. But what I loved about that was this was the first year that I hear them coming together to think about giving for us without me having to prompt it. Like, Oh, is mom getting a Christmas present this year? Or, you know, Tony having to say to the kid, it was very fun just listening to them whisper back and forth mm-hmm. and seeing that they're starting to get into that giving spirit, you know, and not that it's all about gifts for us, but they're understanding that they have, that they get something out of being a giver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the joy that comes the from The joy it. of giving. Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking about that. I was thinking about how our marriage has grown over this last year. Oh, totally. You know, through these weekly conversations, through the emails that we've gotten in that have allowed us to share in your lives, through doing the seven days of sex challenge, again, you know, we we have made strides in our marriage that I daily consider a blessing. I consider it a blessing when I talk to other couples and I realize that they are struggling with communication. They are struggling with trying to schedule date night. And I know that Tony will not stand me up on a date night unless he's got a killer migraine that has him laid up in a hospital somewhere. Right. You know, I'm, I saw posts on my, my parents are in Atlanta this week with my brother and his family and just looking at the pictures of my parents and my niece and nephew. Um, 
and just, you know, I can see the Facebook posts that are going back and forth between my dad and my brother and family. And, you know, while I'm missing them, um, just so thankful for our family as it grows this year. We have another niece and, you know, just for my parents and for their ability to travel and to spend time with kids and grandkids. You know, a family is never perfect. They come with all kinds of uh, baggage with baggage. And, you know, once again, it's kind of like your spouse. They know you better than anyone else. So they can push every single button uh, that you have. But they are a blessing. They are. They are your roots. And warts and all. Even if even if you're estranged, even if you don't talk, to, you know, you've had to put distance there. There's a reason to be thankful for them in your life and for who they have helped to make you because you would not be here listening to this podcast today if it wasn't for the family that surrounds you. Mm-hmm. You know, for those of you that are, this is a difficult time and a time of year and um, you guys know um, if you've been listening to us for any extended period of time, we lost a son. It'll be six years ago, um, December 14th. Mm-hmm. So this holiday season is always a challenge for me because we have all of our kids' birthdays in the next three weeks. And um, for those of you for whom loss is a part of the holiday season, celebrate those lives. Find the blessing in those people that you have lost and how they touched your lives, how they enriched you. You know, our son, we lost him at 18 weeks. And yet his life has been such a blessing to so many others that while it's hard every year um, to celebrate his birthday, I know that we are honoring him in how we celebrate his life, how we are able to talk about him, how we are able to share him. He is one of our blessings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so much to be thankful for. And it really is a shame that Thanksgiving, I think, comes only once a year because I think we get so focused on one day that we often forget to to be thankful for the fact that my car is not leaking antifreeze. Mm-hmm. anymore little things like my car does not smell like antifreeze that is a blessing <laughs> yeah 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 th- th- those are all those are all great things that we show gratitude and uh, uh, thanksgiving that we don't really look at throughout the year as being such it's just sort of one of those tasks we have to do uh, as being a part of part of the family you know for those of you out there though, who are just listening to us going, I can't do that. I mean, my spouse isn't going to do this with me. One of the big things I think you can do is probably write down four or five things and just hand it to them. If it's one of those things where the talking part isn't working out, change it up, change up the way you communicate to each other. And maybe this might be a great time for you to just make a handmade card and just say, Hey, you are a blessing to me because, and, and list four or five things. 
or it may be one of those things that you come up with some questions. One of you or both of you come up with some questions, think about them and talk about them together. I know we, I know we hit this point a lot. I, I do. I know we talk about the communication and finding ways for you guys and for us to talk and dig deeper into our relationships. And the reason we bring it up is because it doesn't happen. And it was very apparent last night. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as much as it could be between you and your spouse, this might be even a time to open up and talk to that person that you haven't talked to in a bit, in a while. Might be time to shoot off a nice lengthy email and going, hey, you're a blessing in my life because this, this, and this. Um, And it might be, depending on the relationship, that you have to work to find those blessings. Mm -hmm. Don't pass up the opportunity just because it's harder. You know, if you've got someone in your life that's a difficult relationship, but you're listening to us right now and you're thinking, "Mm," you know, this name keeps coming to mind or this person's face because you know there's somebody that you know I mean I'm thinking of somebody myself and uh, you know don't waste the opportunity you need to reach out you need to say you know what I'm going to be the one to make a difference because quite honestly we're a world full of stubborn people and if you wait for the other person to make a move to say, you know what, we're going to heal this relationship or I'm going to acknowledge that you are a blessing in my life. You could be waiting a long time. Yeah. I, I am a very stubborn person. I have two stubborn children and Tony on occasion can be stubborn. Yeah. And uh, don't forget the greatest gift all of us have received is the grace of God. Mm-hmm. He's given it to us freely. He's given us with no strings attached. And sometimes we forget that. And I think a big part of being able to talk freely and really look at your lives and, and what you are thankful for is by you also taking off your mask. And that is just really realizing, you know, the grace that you've been given. You don't have to wear it. So think about that. Think about the blessings you've had this year. What are they? Can you really like pick out three of them, four of them, five of them? Heck, can you fill a sheet of them and all the blessings your spouse has given you? Mm -hmm. Did you do the seven days of sex challenge? Did you make four out of the seven days? Dude, that's a blessing. You can join us February 14th, 2011. We'll try it again. Did your spouse break down some communication barrier that was hindering you guys from moving forward? Did your spouse fix your car without wanting anything in return? Did your spouse take the lead? Did he or she change the scenery for you? Has the physical intimacy grown in your relationship? The emotional, the intellectual? Did God change you through your spouse this year? There's so many things and sometimes we just, we want to rush through life and not think about it and take that time. 
but it might just be one of those things to do here over the next couple of days before Thanksgiving hits and, and sit down. And I would say this might be a point where it's not a communication talking face to face, but something where you write it down. And I'm just sitting here thinking, what an amazing Christmas gift. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I can actually see, you know, for some of you that are thinking, oh my gosh, you know what? There, there is more, there is more to this than just he took out the garbage last week. You know, there are, there are memories coming back over the last 10, 11, 12 months where you're like, wow, he or she has done all of these things in our marriage. And I have probably glossed over most of them. Hmm. Why not challenge yourself? You know, if, if you can get it done by Thanksgiving, fantastic. I know that we're sharing this with you on Tuesday and Thanksgiving is Thursday. So I'm, you know, I'm not even sure I could get mine done by Thursday. But Christmas is not that far away. Mm-mm. Wouldn't that be an amazing Christmas gift if there was that one present under the tree that was absolutely priceless? That only came from one spot. That's your heart. You can't buy it anywhere. You can't You can't return it. It is a gift that is just given. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's the challenge this week and over the next few weeks that you start thinking, you know what, I'm going to write that, that letter or that list, whatever you're comfortable with. Share that with your spouse. If, if you can fill up a page, holy cow, those are going to be some stories to hear. If you can get one or two things down on paper, that's awesome. The important thing is to do it. And, you know, I, I'm actually, now that I'm, you know, this is how so many of our ideas get formulated. <laughs> we start talking to them, talking to you about them, and then they start snowballing. I want to hear the stories. I, I want to hear the reactions. Ooh, I, you know, I'm, I'm not asking for pictures or anything like that, but call in. Share with us what doing an exercise like this, you know, share it with the community. It's not even just sharing it with us, mm-hmm. but this is, this is going to be an exercise. that's going to change your marriage. If you decide to do it for Thanksgiving or if you decide to do it for Christmas or even lo and behold, just because. Yeah. Just because maybe it gets tucked into a briefcase or maybe it gets left on a pillow. Let your spouse know how thankful you are for whatever they have done for you. Yeah. And you don't have to be limited to this year. You know, you can go back for as long as you've known them. Take the time, invest that time in your relationship to say, you know what? I appreciate you. And I have probably not said it nearly enough, but here are all the amazing things that I know you have done for me. And then get it mounted and hang it up. Absolutely. Mount it, present it as a present, and then hang it up. I think it'd be cool. I mean, that's that's something that, man, you can just look upon and just go, "Wow, that's what I'm. That's what my spouse is grateful for." And, gosh, I didn't I didn't realize the smallest of things that she recognizes and enjoys and appreciates. So that's it's really cool. 
So probably don't write on both sides of the paper. Well, whatever you want to do. I mean, you can get a big frame. I don't know. Uh, yeah. No, I'm just saying if they write on both sides and you can't see the back if it's right. mounted. Right. So, so it, it's always fun to be behind the mics and talking with you guys. Uh, you know, with Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving and the holidays ahead, we'll have many conversations talking about relaxing during this time being at peace with who you are in your marriage, enjoying it. We'll, we'll take you through what a holidays are for us. And we're, we're excited to share because I think we're a little extraordinary in the sense that we tend to leave a lot of the hype behind. And a lot of it is because we want to just relish in each other mm-hmm. and in our family. So I hope you guys have had a fantastic week that you have a fantastic um, Thanksgiving. Don't forget to check out the website on Wednesday so you can go vote for us. So thank you guys, and we love you. Thanks for listening to the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast. We would love to hear from you. You can go ahead and give us a call at area code 858-876-5663 or send us an email to info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. The website is oneextraordinarymarriage.com. And while you're there, you can sign up for our Marriage Minute Monday newsletter, and you can also purchase Tony and Elisa's new book, Stripped Down. It's available now in print, audio, and ebook formats. Also, the One Extraordinary Marriage podcast has sponsorship opportunities available now. If your business is interested in sponsoring this podcast, please contact us at oneextraordinarymarriage.com.